0: Hi, Uh, this is a special edition of Chris McGowan as a podcast 2. I am currently driving in my car to partake in some way San Diego Comic Con 2015. And I, uh, the circumstances surrounding my attendance are not mysterious, but irrelevant. I'm making that sound more sinister than it really is. But the point of of this podcast and hopefully some of the audio I'm able to capture is to really unveil that this episode is Magoog's Con Part 2. Now, listen, as I said in Part 1 of Magoog's Con, I have no problem with conventions. I don't think they're bad. I, I... I enjoy them when I go. This will be my first time ever going to San Diego Comic Con, and I will tell you why it's taken this long for me to go, and I've been in L.A. for ten years, so I've had nine years to go. So Chris, why is this year the year you're going? Well. I'm going because the job that I do, which shall remain nameless, is employing me to go. So this isn't truly a fact-finding mission. So, to be honest with you, I would not be going right now if not for that, because... The badge acquiring process seems very stressful from those who who do it. I don't want to do it. I have no desire to do it. I have to be honest with you, even if this year, this event, is mind-blowingly awesome, I can't imagine going through the process of trying to get a badge. I just can't. Now, as we know, MagoogsCon is a completely free event, and another one of the rules, I'm not quite sure this was a specific rule in part one, but there is no badge registration. If if the event is free, then why would I need registration? So, already one of the reasons why I don't go is taken care of with MagoogsCon. But, having never gone to San Diego Comic Con before, I can only go off of previous stories as to the crowds of people awaiting me. Uh, as I am driving, this is a Thursday night of Comic Con, Zanga, Comic-Con, the zine. The previous weekend I had uh, family in town. And being in Los Angeles, we did some touristy stuff. And I'm not sure which part of the country or world you're listening to this. But we went to all the places where people tend to go and in Los Angeles that is Hollywood and Highland which is a baby Times Square in my opinion nowhere near as big as Times Square but just as many frustratingly large crowds of people and trying to work your way past them we went to the Santa Monica Pier which is akin to Maybe the Chicago Navy Pier experience. Uh, Not just because they both have Pier in their names, but it's just some shops, uh, people drawing photographs, and psychics yelling at you while you're over water, and there's ice cream. And then we went to the Grove, which is an outdoor mall. So if your city or town has a popular mall, that's where we went. So, so I've been in the throngs of humanity this past weekend. And being an introvert, throngs of humanity is not uh, where I excel, let's just say. But I can do it. Based on merely stories, the throngs of humanity awaiting me will exceed uh, what I went through this past weekend. So, this is a question for MagoogsCon. Depending on the volume of introverted annoyingness I go through... We'll have to figure out how Magoog's Con can eliminate that. Because let, let's be honest, the basis of Magoog's Con is a conference room in a local Kinko's or shady strip mall uh, retail space. And since I only expect 5 to 10 attendees of Magoog's Con, uh, space shouldn't be an issue But let's say in, in five years Magoog's con Needs to do that uh, outdoor park Scenario Alright I want Every single introvert there To feel Not like they are Drowning Or in a zombie apocalypse So Consider this one of the Fact finding missions of this weekend is to see what volume of humanity can I take, and what can I do for my convention to make it better. So that's so that's one. Two, a little more specific. Uh, you know, I've only been to a few Doctor Who conventions, and I will say, 85% of the people at that convention. Are friendly and normal human beings. I, like there's nothing strange or well. Well, I'm just I'm. Let me try that again. Going to a Doctor Who convention is already strange. So I'm not talking about being a Doctor Who fan when I say this. But when nerds are by themselves, we can be weird on our own. But when we get together. It kind of can exponentially get weirder. And my weird is not the same as your weird. So I want to see how the biggest... One of the biggest... And not the biggest... Pots of weirdness... Works together. Because... There are... Different kinds of weird. And I'm, I'm strictly referring to nerdy weird. For instance... There is the weird where, if someone mentions a favorite episode of yours, you brighten up and you can't stop talking about it for ten minutes. It's not inconvenient or off-putting, but it's a little weird. You know, it might be really low energy, and someone says, "Hey, uh, who wants to talk about Doctor Who, Doctor Who's uh, Love and Monsters?" and suddenly I'm just a bundle of energy, like someone gave me coffee. It's a little weird. I like it, but it's strange. But there's different kinds of weird. There's the weird of not knowing everyone's personal space. Right? Just kind of not only in your personal space, but maybe even touching you with a a body part. Like, let, let me give you an example. I was at the Hollywood Bowl also this past weekend, which is a large outdoor music space like the uh, like the band shell in Chicago um, and they, there's a lot of benches where you sit and this older woman I, I would say in her 50's with her husband uh, sat next to me and I, you can't move when the, the benches are full you just can't move period she, and maybe she had no control herself, but her right leg was touching my leg. And I, I, I tried to shrink in as much as I could on my left side, but there's only so far I can go because I'm buffering both sides of me. So I'm, so I'm at my limit on my right, and that's my mother to my right, and I'm, I'm, I'm shielding my body from her. But this woman on the left not a concern in the world and in my mind I'm imagining you know because it's warm and I'm like are we sharing something like essences am I getting energy from her like it was really upsetting to me as an introvert so that's weird people have no concept of personal space then there's the weird of uh, asking really blunt personal questions kind of out of the blue have you ever got that? Or uh, you meet someone, hey, uh, Laney, hey, Chris, why do you look like that? Or uh, how old are you? Or uh, Jesus, why aren't you married? And these are complete strangers asking you these really bizarrely personal questions. That's weird. Then there's the weird where nerds, and this is me speaking as a nerd, get, like, tough and cocky. Have you ever run into that? Like, uh, you know, you're, you're, let's say you're at a table looking at comics, and someone's like, you know what, uh, have you read uh, Silver Surfer 54? And I might reply, oh, I kind of uh, have fallen out of comics. I haven't really read a lot of Silver Surfer And they're like <laughs> Why am I, You haven't read that one? Jesus, what's wrong with you? Now wait now, now wait a second We're talking about comic books here Why are you acting like I don't know Who Michael Jordan is? Or uh, I don't know What sex is This is uh, a comic book for Christ's sakes So there's that That's weird too all kinds of weird, like that. So my my another fact-finding mission is how do maximum amount of weirdness exponentially raised will that all work together? Is there is there a possible conflicts? Like like do I need to do I need to separate the weirds? You know while we're doing Magooxcon. And finally. The probably biggest fact finding mission and I don't know how much time I'll have to do this I don't know when I'll be able to do this so even though I'm making this recording now I don't know if this will happen but I want to actually ask people what you and I know so far about MagoogsCon and I I want them to give me their honest opinion would they go to MagoogsCon You know, I put out the call after the MagoogsCon episode. Would you come to MagoogsCon? And let me tell you, I've gotten zero replies. I think I know why. Because in that episode, I seemingly contradict myself. I say that MagoogsCon is a dictatorship, which it is, it's all my rules and I dictate how much time we devote to Doctor Who as well as the librarians. Right now, it's 50-50. And yet, at the same time, I asked for listener feedback on the pitch. Well, Chris, if this is a dictatorship, why do you care what your audience thinks? Ah, ah, ah. Listen, just because at MagoogsCon... I'm the dictator, doesn't mean before Khan I'm unaware that other opinions are going to make it better. This is the uh, ground floor Khan. Let me tell you, there may not be comment cards, because once we set this, sh- you know, once this ship goes out to sea, we can't bring it back to shore. However, this guy is going really fast. However. We are slowing down on the way to San Diego. However, uh, if there's something that you feel can make Magoog's Con a success, something that you would want to actually go to, then I would want to hear that. Magoog's Con is a tough sell. And I'm fully expecting Magoog's Con for at least year one to be just me. And let me tell you, I'm going to give the full presentations regardless. However, uh, I will pitch it to San Diego Comic-Con newbies and veterans alike to just to get their reaction, to hear what, to hear what they think. Because if you won't contact me, then I, you know what, I'm going to go to you. And I look forward to seeing if I can interview anybody if there's time. And what they say about my Googscon. And I'm going to apologize in advance. That probably sounded terrible audio-wise. It's going to be even worse. Because all I have is my iPhone. I thought about bringing a microphone and getting some sort of USB port and all this other stuff. And then I was like, ah, hell out with it. So I apologize in advance for the not as good audio quality. However... It's true. It will be audible. You'll be able to understand what people are saying. And if you've never been to San Diego... If you've never been to San Diego Comic-Con, much like the Googs here, Chris, um, this will be your chance to kind of experience it. I know G4 TV used to have a little show where you could watch it live, live, like... Reporting and man, that was great. But still, I don't think I really got it. Don't think I really got it. So I'll try to be uh, like Radiolab here and give you an audio oral, 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 a r, a u r a l, oral uh, documentation of San Diego Comic Con. And lastly, before I sign off. Or at least pause, and then there'll be a musical transition to uh, whatever I record next. I'm also going to see what Doctor Who stuff is there, and what Librarian stuff is there. Um, I will try to get audio clips of, of what they're wearing. I can't imagine people will think I'm legit, because I literally will hold up my iPhone and say, talking to this for Chris McGowan has a podcast too. I I do not believe anyone will talk to me. However, would I be a podcaster if I didn't try? So, I think I've talked long enough, at least for this first half. My mouth is getting dry, and I have some water here. Uh, I don't know how much longer I have to drive, but it's looking like this will be quite a process. So... Be right back.